It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm actually here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. We're back together! (laughs) (laughs) Back together after a short stint apart. Yes. We are, yeah, back in Ithaca and not doing well. (laughs) Unwell. We're very unwell. So unwell at the moment. At the moment, we're going through it, but yeah, it's I okay. Mean, I know, I feel actually, like, I'm definitely, like, crap, I have stuff I need to do, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, weirdly mellow. Oh, I love that for you. I know. It makes me happy for you. It's kind of a weird feeling. Like, I actually feel at peace at for once, like, during mm, final like season. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do have all these assignments that I have to get done, but I n- sort of... I'm confident that they'll get done. I'm glad that you're confident. I, can't I know. Say the I, I see your brain just like racing at the moment. Literally, oh my God. This, the last week, really like the last two weeks and next week basically yes. are just a crapshoot. Uh-huh. They really are. The they're next just, three weeks are crazy. Yeah, there's just so much happening all mm-hmm. at once. And of course, things pile up mm-hmm. like at the exact same time, mm-hmm. which I mean, everyone is going through it right now. If you're in high school or college, like things are wrapping up yeah. and it's just a very stressful time. And then thinking like, oh my goodness, we're graduating so soon. It's absolutely absurd. Like, <laughs> I, and I didn't even realize all of the things like in college that you have to like put the footwork in to get ready for graduation where like in high school so much everything was done for you you. yeah they do everything for you like literally I was talking to my friends today and they were like did you like order your cords and I was like my cords for what (laughs) and they're like uh like whatever we're like our society like that and I was like I didn't know we had to order (laughs) and like we had to order our cap and gown and I'm like yeah, I didn't, like, realize we have to do that, and so hopefully mine comes in time. Like, just all of these things that I'm, like, I don't have the time for, but we're getting it done. We're getting it done. One day at a time. Uh Uh-huh. It's it's gonna happen. I have faith. Yes, we'll be fine, but I'm very ready to... Be done. Be done with these next couple weeks, and just enjoy (laughs) our senior week and graduation. I am so excited for senior week. Me too, me too. We're gonna be dead at the end, but... Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm gonna be sleeping for a full freaking day (laughs) the next day. Like, Sunday rolls around, we graduate, Monday, I will be sleeping all day. (laughs) I may be on a, I may be on a plane to Florida, but we'll see. Oh my god, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm heading home for a wedding, so we both got stuff right after. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, um, enough about our stressful lives. (laughs) I mean, hopefully you can relate in some sense. I know a lot of people are stressed right now. Um, but yeah, we have a fun-filled episode, I feel like, for you guys this week. Yeah, there's a lot of news that piled up this week, actually, when I was like writing everything down I was like wow a lot has happened but before we get into that we have another fun interview for you guys with Connor Saley he was on Hannah Brown season and we had a very long interview with him yeah so I think what's going to happen is we're probably going to split this interview up into two parts 
when I'm editing this, I will see like how the flow is going and if I feel as though I need to break it up, we will drop the second part of his interview early next week and then obviously we will have another new special guest with our regular scheduled episode. So I don't know at the moment. I think it will be two parts, but you will find out when you are listening to this. So it it was a great interview. It was. It definitely was. I think that there was like so much more content there than we expected Mm -hmm. or maybe at least that I expected. He spilled a lot of tea. He spilled so much tea and I was like, oh, like he's going for it. Like he's going to tell us different, you know, cool stuff. And I think some things that like we haven't heard about the Bachelor franchise Mm -hmm. and just like you know, different personal things happening in his life. So I definitely think it could potentially use two episodes. Yeah. um, And we'll, you know, obviously be promoting that on our Instagram and stuff so you guys will know um, when you are listening this. Yeah. Whether it's going to be the full episode of, uh, or the full interview or not. But we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, We're going to get into some Bachelor news for now, uh, but we will play that interview for you at the end. Yeah. So... We are bringing back our ever-so-great Spotted segment. Spotted. XOXO. Spotted Gossip Bachelor Girl. edition. <laughs> yes. So the first one is, which I never thought I would... I keep saying that, but I just like keep thinking I'm never going to say it again. Yeah. But Matt and Rachel were spotted together again in L.A., and the latest news that dropped the other day is that Matt says he's quote, pursuing a relationship with Rachel, and he's, quote, focusing on it. So was he focusing on it when they were engaged and then he broke it off with her because <laughs> she was racist? I mean, was he focusing on it when he was with this other Grace girl? Right. Like, I'm confused. No, it's so weird, and it's so funny. My mom texted me, like, an article the other day, and she said, like, guess she's put in the work, LOL. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's like, really yeah, funny. I guess so. I guess she's put in enough work for him <laughs> that's really really funny yeah like what's the threshold of like how much work Put, one right, puts in right <laughs> literally it's like you know at what point you're like oh yeah that's enough work because in my mind it's an ongoing process like right. you're always going to be putting in the work right so I think I was just so confused when he broke it off with her because like she is going to be continually doing that work that even if y'all do get back together, right. that work should still be happening. Yeah. It's not like a one and done, like, oh, I read an article about racism and I'm no longer <laughs> I a I listen to a few podcasts. <laughs> right. Like, it's just, it's this ongoing untraining that you have to do of your brain and your biases. And so I just think, like, it's really weird that they're now like, oh, I'm pursuing a relationship. Yeah. I mean, maybe all of the buzz of it, like, became too much. And right. he was like, I need to pull out for a minute. Right. I mean, it was a lot. The way it ended and just everything kind of combusted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will be very curious. I, we will definitely be keeping an eye out on this story because it's just, it's absolutely like crazy to me that this has just been like an ongoing thing. Like I thought they were just going to cut it cold turkey or like really stick it out, but it's been a rocky roller coaster. It definitely has, and I think that they both know that they have strong feelings for yeah, each other, but, for like, sure. have never been able to explore those in, like, quote-unquote normal mm-hmm, settings. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens because, to me, they both seem like they're in a stage that they're not fully ready to commit to anything. Right. Even though, obviously, the show is like, oh, we're supposed to enter in a proposal. Like, I don't think either of them are at that stage. Yeah, well, what did we say he's, like, 30 
Yeah, 29. Like, I feel like he does not act like he's 30 or 29. <laughs> no, definitely not. He's definitely not ready for commitment. I feel like he's like a 24-year-old. Oh, 100%. He's like 24-year-old, like, dating mentality. For sure, in a, yeah. In a 30-year-old's body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she's really young, too. So... Right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Nothing faces me anymore, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> me either. All right. Want to take us to our next spot? Yes, this next spot <laughs> is very exciting. Um, two of probably my like favorite yeah. bachelor people. Yeah, like oh, At Bre- the like Brennan. Absolutely love that man. Yeah, or, I mean, sorry, Brendan. I was oh like my Brennan. God. Brennan. Is, wasn't there another Brennan? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry, y'all. The brain is mush. fried. <laughs> fried mushy bananas. That's okay. Brendan and so Brendan was from Tasha's season. Mm-hmm. Um, of The Bachelorette, and then Piper, who was, like, one of my all-time favorites from Matt's season, were spotted together in New York City, standing outside of a bar. Yeah. Well, okay. Give me, uh, elaborate more on this, because I did not know about this. So, I saw the photo on Instagram. I'm looking it up. And... They were literally just, like, standing next to one another. Like, it was, there was no, like, romantic, like, there was no hand-holding. There was no, like, he was, like, wrapping his arms around her. Like, it, it, you know, people at this point are just, I feel like, grasping at straws. And they're, For sure. you know, like, paradise is around the corner. They're like, oh, these two people were spotted together. So they, like, must be a thing. So mm-hmm. I... I mean, like, yeah, there could be something, but what is the likelihood? I don't know. But it it was just something that I thought we should bring up because it was on my Instagram feed. Right. And um yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think they would both be in paradise this summer. That would be honestly super fun. I would love to see Brendan in paradise. I know you would. Um <laughs> and Piper. I think they're awesome. Yeah. And like I could actually potentially see something working yeah. there. But yeah, I mean the internet loves to blow up when like any bachelor celebrity, you know, or whatever uh-huh. is is together. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. that doesn't surprise me that everyone freaked out about it. And I mean Honestly, there have been so many meetups, like, we've been talking about right. that, like, of course they're going to be in yeah. the same circles. People just, like, take whatever they want. They have them, like, t- in a group together, and they are, like, out alone, standing alone by themselves. It's like, oh, they must be a thing. Oh, they must be talking. But, you know, that's just the news for you and people wanting to gossip and think yeah exactly that's the photo yeah so there's really not much there um for our listeners maddie's looking at the photo right now <laughs> i had to pull it up i was like yeah. i have not seen this yet yeah they're literally just standing next they're to just each other, standing y'all. next to each other don't get your panties in a roar they are literally <laughs> just standing next to each other <laughs> exactly so we'll again keep you updated if anything changes if there's sparks flying in the air but right now they're just really just standing next to one another and that's about it that is all she wrote yes exactly okay this next one is interesting yes i have not heard about this so this i will probably say that for every single one of these so (laughs) i'm sorry y'all my head is my head has been in premiere all week editing so it's totally okay that's what i'm here for (laughs) um so this actually broke like last week right after we finished recording and um so demi burnett and actually a few other women from bachelor nation have come out and made accusations against reality steve that he was making like unwanted sexual advances towards them like 
apparently with Demi specifically, he, like, reached out to her and was, like, telling her about this sexual dream that he was having with her and just, like, really some, like, gross things that are totally uncalled for and should not be happening. Now that these accusations have come out, it makes me feel, like, icky and gross. Sure, sure. I can understand that. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people have their opinions on reality Steve Mm -hmm. and like I mean we talked to him for 45 minutes we obviously didn't get a chance to really get to know him on any sort of personal level um but yeah I mean obviously any accusation like is like a big accusation like if someone's coming out and saying something like that like obviously you know there there obviously has to be some sort of truth truth to it it for her for Demi um so I mean I obviously feel super terrible that that happened, mm-hmm. and I hope that, um, you know, there can be some sort of... Resolve? I don't even I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, some, some sort of truth that can come out of yeah, it, like, whether yeah. this is true or... I don't know. Like, I know that Jade also put something out there. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, because this was, like, a week ago, and a lot has happened since then, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I know that it was, like, somewhat of a bigger story um, last week when we Mm -hmm. dropped our episode. So, thought we might as well just bring it up and briefly discuss it. Um, But, yeah, I know he, like, came out with a Twitter apology, I believe. Um, I, like, briefly skimmed it, like, and saw it places, but didn't, Mm -hmm. like, fully look into it. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now in he had tweeted and you know what's kind of interesting is during our interview with him he was saying like when we asked him how did you get started with Mm -hmm. being reality steve and and blogging about the bachelor and he said a lot of the things that i wrote in the past would not fly today yeah he said that and so i think here i'm just reading these tweets that he put up Mm -hmm. trying to get myself up to speed he said (laughs) um i wanted to address my past writings that were brought to light again today on a podcast there is slash was no excuse for them i'm embarrassed i thought that way I'm embarrassed I wrote it and ever since I've done whatever I could to change that line of thinking Mm. um those that have followed me in recent years have recognized the change in my blog and my tweets and on my podcast while it should have been removed earlier they are currently being removed from my site so I mean he was literally saying that to us that like there are things that he has done and said in the past that like he recognizes are not okay Mm -hmm. this is by no means an excuse for his actions Um, but I think it's kind of interesting that he brought that up on our podcast and Mm -hmm. this all is starting to sort of I feel like it's kind of similar to um what was her Taylor Taylor's tweets Yeah, yeah Taylor Nolan um yeah so not a very pleasant story that we have to share with you but um you know yet again we thought we should at least share the news. Um, I know it's been spoken about a lot. So we will Mm -hmm. move on to a little more exciting news. Mm -hmm. Um, Piper, Abigail, Kit, and Chelsea, four women from, oh my God, Matt James' season. I literally was having a blank moment. Um, They're starting their own like Instagram sort of like talk show called Exes in the City where they discuss dating in New York City. Oh, that's funny. Kind of like sex in the city. No, literally. When they like all posted about it they did like a carousel like photo post of the women of sex in the city and them oh that's and, like cute. the same pose so yeah it's not a podcast but 
they apparently like have an Instagram and they're gonna go live every Thursday and talk about like what it's like dating in the city which is really cute yeah that is kind of cool I mean like they're all together in the city obviously Mm -hmm. so that's probably a fun little thing for them to do and maybe we'll turn into something more yeah so we'll see super exciting we'll have to tune into that and then some more exciting news um dean and kaylin are officially homeowners so they bought a house together in vegas yeah I, yeah, we mentioned that a little bit during our interview with Connor, yes. <laughs> where that we give up. him a little would you rather, so Scenario. make sure to stay tuned for that. <laughs> but yeah, it's really exciting because I know a lot of people were very hesitant about their relationship, but I think they've sort of proven themselves and they're very cute together and I see them going the distance so for sure they've done so much traveling together and it's kind of cool to see them have a home base now together they were like living in um apartments Mm -hmm. separately i think for a while yeah um and just traveling together but yeah now they are in vegas so kind of shocking uh, yeah i'm wondering like why vegas yeah i don't know did he like grow up there i don't know he was in i think denver like colorado Mm. Or Utah or something like that. That was the craziest and weirdest hometown date I've I know. ever watched. Like in my life. that ever happened. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, that was Rachel, right? Yeah, and you know we can sort of transition into our true next yeah next story. one is about Rachel. Yeah, so this is really sad, but Rachel Lindsay is officially leaving the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. So. Um, she mentioned that, you know, like a lot has happened with her recently with the whole interview with Chris Harrison. And I think she took some time away from the franchise and then ended up like not renewing her contract with The Bachelor. And that includes The Bachelor Happy Hour podcast with Becca Kufrin. So I sort of watched like the little clip of her like officially announcing that I don't know if anyone from the sounds of it like when they were talking I don't know if anyone's filling in for Rachel at the moment but yeah she will be leaving I know they're celebrating their 100th episode next week Mm -hmm. so I think that will maybe will be her last episode which is upsetting but you know, she's got to do what's best for her in the end, and she's on to bigger and better things, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I couldn't imagine, like, getting all of the public oh my God. backlash that she so did. So much. In, and it's then kind of you're in this position where you've gotten so much hate from this community that you were a part of for so mm-hmm. long that I couldn't imagine staying in that community willingly um, in Literally. day after day, you know, talking... Um, about The Bachelor when they've done her wrong in many instances. So, I mean, obviously we wish her the best, and I hope, you know, I think this is probably the right decision for her. I don't, you know, blame her by any means, but it is sad to see her go because I feel like she was a really awesome part of that podcast. Yeah. Um, And And I I wonder, like, how it will continue, if Becca will continue it. Because Rachel was saying on, like, the little clip that I watched that, like, Rachel, when she was taking, like, a little break, she would sometimes listen into the podcast with, like, Becca doing it by herself, and she was like, I knew that I was leaving it in good hands, so... It sounds like Becca might be doing it on her own for a little bit, Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe they'll bring in a new host, because initially it was Allie Fedotowski and Rachel, and then Becca came in for Allie, so it's gone through a few shifts and changes, but um, Mm -hmm. 
yeah, we'll see what happens to the future of that podcast. I, I mean, they have so many options that they can choose from, so. Exactly. Yeah. So. Awesome. So, next up in our Bachelor news is nothing that really surprises me, um, but Claire, <laughs> our good old Clarendale, uh, they were spotted, she was spotted wearing her engagement ring again in an Instagram <laughs> video. Yes. So maybe, big rock. Maybe the engagement's back on, like, yeah, they're, um, they're like, something else. Yeah. They are something else, so. Oh, 100%. I'm not shocked, like, no. It's Claire, of course. Yeah, like, that thing's going to be popping on and off all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Every week she probably got it on. She yeah. Got it She's like, ooh, today looks good. Yeah. Like, my nails look good. We're going to be wearing it today. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so not surprised that this has happened. But um, the next story kind of, like, took Bachelor Nation in a tip in a tailspin like, tailspin yeah, yeah like yeah. it was actually crazy i did a double take on this though did you when you saw yes. it <laughs> oh my god i literally like looked at the instagram post and i like reread the caption multiple times because chris harrison posted a picture of him and his girlfriend lauren zima mm-hmm. um and they were at a wedding together yeah and she was a, she was a bridesmaid so uh-huh. she was like in a long gown uh-huh. and he had said like I lo- like what did he say like I okay. love celebrating like our love together or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some really vague caption that made it seem like they got married. And he also put the photo in black and white so it was like, "Oh, if the dress was a color, like we don't know what color it was." So it looked yeah. white in black and white. Yeah. Um it was really really crazy. I seriously thought they got married, but um and all of these bachelor people were like, congrats, oh my god, congrats, in the comments. So it really made you think that they were married and, like, just got hitched randomly. But, yeah, um, yeah Lauren Zima settled the confusion by commenting on his post saying, I love you so much and appreciate all the, quote, congrats, this bridesmaid's dress is really living above its potential. So, yeah, it was really funny because I, I like definitely did a couple double takes and was like, oh, like maybe because, you know, he's been getting so much backlash, like they tied the knot in secret and like didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, obviously they didn't. And yeah, uh, they exactly. are not married. They are definitely not married. Chris Harrison also confirmed that they were just like attending a wedding. So, yeah, I know they've been dating for a while, and um, Lauren Zima was like, she's a host on Entertainment Tonight, so I think they will eventually get married. It just was not the other day, so exactly, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, that was definitely a funny one, and then some updates on Katie's season. So yeah. Katie's season is coming up, and her. First official Bachelorette promo job. Yeah. I didn't see it yet. Yeah, it really wasn't much of anything, but there were a lot of um, mixed feelings on it. A lot of people were saying, oh, it's low budget. Like, they, like, justice for Katie. She was wearing a t-shirt that said, be a Katie. Like, just some weird stuff. Weird. I, like, want to watch it now. Yeah, go ahead and watch it. I'll have to find it. I can't find it. It's on The Bachelor Instagram. We're going to take a brief pause for 
Maddie to watch watch the promo, and then we'll get her reactions on the flip side. Okay, Bachelor I'd be seeing. (laughs) Yeah, so I hated that. So we're back. So we're back, and I hated that uh, a lot. Um, Just listening to it. I'm cringing. That was a terrible promo. Whoever made that, like, was, I know. that was not a good promo. I know. I'm literally like, what? <laughs> Her eyes were like, uh-huh. <laughs> that was just really weird because they took, like, a bunch of clips from from Matt's yeah. season. It's like, why didn't they take clips from the season they just filmed? Well, I, I don't think we're quite there yet. Oh, Because okay. it, going, sort of going to, like, our next and final story... Her season of The Bachelorette actually just wrapped and apparently wrapped ahead of schedule. Okay. And the article said, quote, she was in control. So I guess she knew what she wanted. Hmm. And they ended up wrapping early. And, um, yeah. I feel like Katie is the type of person who, like, she is going to be in the driver's uh-huh. seat, which I really like. And, and I think that she's very assertive. She's very independent. Um you know, strong-minded and Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are going to not like that because people hate when there is, like, a strong female lead, which Mm. is bullshit and (laughs) not okay. But that is totally how our society works. And Uh I think people are going to be like, oh, my God, like, she's to this and she's to that because – I think it's funny in that promo she's wearing a shirt that says, be a Katie. I know. That was – That's a little weird. You know what it reminded me of? Like in that Glee episode when they were singing Born This Way and they were all wearing those shirts where they like put their insecurities on their shirt. Not that being a Katie is an insecurity, but it was just like the the black text on the white t-shirt. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think they're really going to try and like drive Uh home this independent vibe. Yeah. In like market like that. Like, like, very sex, openly sexual and... Yeah, like, sexual freedom yeah. and like independence, which, like, I don't have any problem with any of that, but no. the Bachelor Nation... Will push it. Will push it, and, like, it's going to be down our throats. Just how, like, for Colton season, it was, oh, he's a virgin, and mm-hmm. we got that shoved down our throats. Like, yeah. it's going to be something like There's that. There's always a shtick, like, mm-hmm. every single season. So, yeah, I definitely think that'll be hers, like you said. 100%. I mean, I am very excited, um... But, yeah, the promo was not it. No, I'm definitely looking forward to more promos with stuff from her season. That <laughs> yeah, 100%. Hopefully not anymore looking like that. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're good. We're good for now. They need a new promo department. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Shout out the budget's a little department. Y'all need some hope. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was a lot to cover. Those are yes. all our stories, obviously. So much Bachelor news. Yeah, so much. Well, obviously, continuously. Obviously, continuously. Obviously, continuously. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, talk. Um, we will keep you updated, of course. And, um, yeah, we're going to get to Connor Saley's interview. I will preface it by saying he did give us an exclusive mm-hmm. that he said he has not spoken about before. So we mm-hmm. got an exclusive for you in this interview. Yeah. And like we said before, I'm not sure at, at this moment that I'm speaking, but it'll either be one full interview or in two parts. So you'll find out. Yeah. As you listen right now. Yeah. Take a listen, guys. We hope you enjoy. We are so excited to have another special guest on the show this week. He is from Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette and BIP season six. Please welcome to The Bachelor Degree, Connor Saley. Woo! 
Yes. So much energy. <laughs> love the excitement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I love doing podcasts. Um, so excited for this. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, we're super happy. Have you. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, we like to kind of start off talking about like life before The Bachelor, because obviously everyone had something going on, um, you know, so what, what were you doing before you went on The Bachelorette? Yeah, so I was working at Goldman Sachs in their special situations group. Um, so it's kind of like a, a less heard of little secretive group within Goldman. Most people think of investment banking when you think of Goldman. Um, but our group was almost like the next step you take after investment banking. So I was super fortunate to basically skip over doing investment banking and going right into that. We invested directly into companies. Um, so it was really interesting to me because it's stuff that I love doing myself and um, did that for a couple years out of college and just kind of reached a point where I wasn't interested in it anymore and just didn't love what I was doing. And um, I'm a big believer in if you want to go do something in life, if you have a dream or something like that, go just go do it. The only thing holding you back is yourself. And so um, I'd always wanted to start a business and one day I just walked into work and was like, you know, this isn't for me. I ended up quitting and, um, I was going to go start a business. I didn't really know what yet, but, um, it turned out that the week after I quit, I got a phone call from a producer of the show because someone had nominated me without telling me to be on the show. And just the timing was incredible with everything. So figured, Hey, I was 24 at the time. Why not just go do this and see what happens. And, um, I had a really good experience with everything, but that's kind of what I was doing, doing before. Yeah. Awesome. So we were going to ask you, you know, if you applied or scouted you out, but it seems like someone nominated so who, you. Who did nominate you though? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, uh, a friend from home from my hometown and it was always kind of a joke between a group of friends and I, that if I was 24, 25 and single, they would nominate me to be on the show. And this was back in, you know, like the high school days when we would joke about that. I was 24 and single and they actually nominated me to be on it. So it was funny how it kind of came full circle and um, was actually, you know, on the show, but um, definitely, cool. definitely thankful for that friend for doing that. Cause it's, you know, the I'm last, they kept their promise. Wouldn't, probably wouldn't be on this podcast if it wasn't for them, you know? Yeah. So. Who knows? You might've still been doing banking or whatever exactly. you know, we got going on <laughs> no yeah, yeah definitely. exactly yeah definitely a big believer that everything happens for a reason so for sure. yeah, for sure. awesome. so now going into the show what was your favorite date that you went on favorite date um I mean I feel like I gotta say the one-on-one -on -one date with Hannah I don't know if y'all remember that one but it just did not go to plan at all I think we were supposed to go sailing actually and um she was sick obviously which was a huge bummer and um you know that whole day happened kind of went to her hotel room and comforted her and everything but the the part for me that I really loved was the like the private concert that night mm -hmm. um I just thought that was so cool and if you've seen the show before there's always those like little concerts sometimes there's a big audience uh, but ours was really cool because it was literally just us and the the people singing and so it just felt like a very 
intimate moment. Um, and I think it's cool to see that on TV and then actually kind of be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and that song, when I did get sent home, I just kept like listening to that song. And so when I got home back to Michigan, I flew home instead of going back to Dallas. Um, I listened to that song straight for like a week because I was, I was kind of sad. And it was just like, that was such a good memory from the whole experience. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Who was the performer during your date? It was uh, Lucas Graham. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So I actually hadn't, I had heard some of his songs before, but I remember Hannah and I were dancing while he was singing and she looks at me and she's like, do you know who this is? It's like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. He's good, but I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, really yeah. Yeah. But he, he was really good. And I think the song that he sang has become fairly popular. I feel like I hear it every once in a while on the radio or um, it's weird. I'll, I'll be like shopping somewhere and that song will come on and I'll, you know, it's like, yeah. I instantly just think about that memory, which yeah. I think is a really cool thing about music. A lot of times you kind of associate songs with certain memories, you know? Yeah. And um, I mean, although it didn't work out with Hannah and I, I feel like that's always a really cool memory I'll have from the, the show. Yeah, yeah. For sure. that's awesome. So kind of speaking about those moments, is there a favorite behind the scenes memory that like we didn't get to see, but you, you like really enjoyed? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so many things that happen behind the scenes. And I mean, obviously with the guys, you develop really great bonds and friendships with them. But I would say the a funny one was I Mike Mike was my roommate on the show and most of the places we traveled to and it's funny because we're actually roommates now but um when we went to Latvia our room had you know how sometimes they have adjoining rooms so there's like the door in the middle yeah our room adjoined to the bar um they, they would always like take out everything from a room and turn it into a bar where we could go get drinks and our room somehow adjoined to the bar and this is when we're like picking out rooms so the producers aren't really up there yet and we go into this room and Mike opens the door and he's like he he turns to me he's like Connor the bar's in here and I was like oh nice I wasn't really drinking like that much I think later in the season I started drinking more just because you're really stressed out but he uh he comes back in with a full bottle of whiskey and he just took it from the bar and um he like hides it under his pillow and that night um the producers came and like sat all of us down and they they were like guys we have something really serious to talk to you about we were taking the inventory of the bar and someone took uh a bottle of whiskey or whatever and they take drinking very seriously on the show they have this lady that monitors everyone and like you don't even realize she's monitoring you, but if she thinks you're drunk from watching behind the scenes, she'll like come out with water and stuff like that. She's like, she's very, very strict. And so they were taking it really seriously and no one fessed up to it. And so we all go to bed and at like 3am we get a knock on our door, We open it up and it's a producer with a flashlight (laughs) and we come in and they're like, guys, we know it's in this room. We know you have it. like tell us where it is like there won't be any um any like uh 
repercussions. You won't get in trouble or anything. Yeah, we just like need this back. And eventually Mike like, gave it back to him, but it was it was just so so funny. Oh that's crazy like how strict they are like I mean I get it but at the same time it's like you guys are grown men it's not like you were hiding like a weapon or something in your room yeah yeah well I I don't think it's that they just don't they don't want us to have fun or anything it's more so like from so I, I know the one bachelor in paradise season where Corinne was on it and I forget the guy but they had like um there was like some stuff that went on and I think some of that resulted from excessive drinking, right? And there used to not be many rules. You could kind of just do whatever you wanted to. But I think when that happened, they're like, okay, we need to kind of monitor this a little bit more because some people can get carried away with drinking. So for sure, um, sure, it's definitely different now. Yeah. When you travel, do you get to pick your roommates, like who you live with? You do, you do. Um, so the mansion is the only place you don't get to pick them, but when we started traveling, you, uh, you can really stay with whoever you want. Um, I think there was a point when we were in Rhode Island, I want to say that Luke P was roommates with, he might've been roommates with Garrett actually, which is funny because they ended up hating each other at the end, but, um, they they were roommates for like part of the time we were in Rhode Island and then they split I I don't know if like the producers removed Garrett from being his roommate or if Garrett left but then Luke was Luke kind of had his own room the rest of the season (laughs) for good reason probably (laughs) yeah is there like a favorite place that it um that you traveled to is there one place that you loved the most um I would say I, I liked uh, Scotland a lot. I thought that was really cool. Just the, like the accommodations that we stayed in, we, we stayed at a castle. Um, so, I mean, it's not very often you get to like go to Scotland and stay in a castle and That's cool. um, like the group date we went on was at a castle. So it was, you know, that whole experience was really, really neat. Um, and then I actually, we, when we were in Rhode Island, we stayed in Newport mm-hmm. and it was funny because I had actually just gone there for Thanksgiving with my family oh, um, so it was funny like going back there a few months later and it's like oh I've, you know it's just here so I I kind of like that too yeah that's cool it's go to a lot of cool places I'm sure <laughs> do you do definitely no it's it's definitely a cool part of the um the whole experience yeah definitely. so now moving into paradise you know obviously your time was a little bit complicated um and you were kind of stuck in a little bit of a triangle so what was it like being in one of those VIP love triangles yeah well the interesting thing is I didn't really know realize it was a triangle until um I was about to get dumped so (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of the unfortunate thing about it um but no I think that whole paradise was just very frustrating for me because you, you don't really control when you get sent in and who's down there and what happened before you were down there. Right. So it's very different than the main show where pretty much everyone is there the first night. Paradise is not like that. And I, that's where I struggle to find enjoyment with paradise because if you're not one of those people that's down there right away, mm-hmm. you really don't have a chance once you get sent in. 
Yeah. And um, that was just, that was really frustrating for me with how that whole thing played out just because I kind of felt like I can't really be sad about this situation because I, you know, y'all kind of screwed me over and sent me in over halfway through. Um, and who knows what would have happened had I come down here earlier. So that was frustrating for me. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you like, I feel like I was a pretty drama free person on the whole season and I, I still am, but it's funny because you can be the most drama free person down there. Eventually it will find you, whether you like it or not, it will come your way. Um, so it's, it's just interesting how that all happened. I literally had no clue <laughs> that it was, I maybe, maybe I was just being naive about the whole situation and being on the show, but um, I had no clue that that whole thing was about to happen to me and the way that it was being talked to me and like expressed to me, not only from the person that I was hanging out with, but from, you know, my friends that were down there, I felt like everyone really downplayed the whole relationship that she had with Dean. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when she did leave with him, I was just so confused. Was like, what, what did what did I miss here? You know, and yeah. I think watching it on uh, on the show helped provide a little context, but still, you know, the the way that they show it on the show makes it seem like it makes sense, right, to the viewer. But like I was, you know, I hung out with her for a week, and it was all was good. Um, so it was just a little confusing how that whole thing played out, but. Who knows? I and, and I I am happy because I have seen that they are very happily uh, in a relationship still, which I think surprised a lot of people. But I'm, you know, I'm very happy for them that it's worked out, and um, you know, I'm glad that she made that right decision, and um, it, it has worked out for them because I think a lot of Bachelor Nation couples can't really say that. So, yeah, very yeah. true. Few <laughs> and far between for sure, but yeah. True very true since your time was was a little bit complicated so you know obviously when you left you left with Whitney so like kind of what happened after that that made you two part ways yeah well I mean a little context on her I, I met her at the the wedding where which was kind of my entrance into paradise and um I had no clue who Whitney was before and met her at the wedding we kind of like hit it off a little bit, really enjoyed talking to her. And the way that they, they showed a little clip at the end when I ended up leaving for Whitney, but um, I was talking to Whitney and Kaylin kind of came and interrupted that conversation and pulled me aside. And that's where things kind of took off with her. And even when I was down there with Kaylin, there was always that little thought in my mind of like, hmm, I wonder what would have happened if Whitney had come down here, if I was able to explore that. And so when Kaylin did leave, I was like, ah, can you guys just send Whitney in? I know she's probably still here. Um, this is annoying that you won't send her in. Like, you know, y'all want to show about finding love. I'll, like, I'll, I'll give you that. Right. And they never sent her in. And um, there, I mean, it was, I was just talking to someone about this, but probably can't fully say this there there were some things on a date that I went on where the producers are like if you kind of you know play along a little bit 
you'll get what you want. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> and they're like, Connor, like, trust us. You know, we know you want to see Whitney. If you, you know, play along with this, we'll, you know, you might see her. And I was being naive. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. And um, you had a good date, but they ended up never sending her in. And so it gets to the last day. Um, I think the day before like the final rose ceremony or whatever, before the overnight dates and they bring a date card for Dylan and Hannah and then a date card for Demi and Christian, I think. And then it, um, the producer comes in, you know, they're playing it up to me and they're, they're like, Oh, you, you know, you think you're going to get a date? You think Whitney's going to come down, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. This is the day. I was excited. They read those date cards. There's no more like individual dates. No one else is coming in. The producer pulls me in the room to do an interview and they're like, Connor, you know, no one else is coming. Um, we want to give you the opportunity to leave if you'd like to. And I was just so pissed. I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to go DM Whitney when I get back to the hotel. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens. And so I left. And of course, they send her in right after I leave. Like that's always how it has to happen. And um, they end up sending her to the hotel room that I had. And I literally had no clue that it was going to happen. I thought I was just getting on a flight the next day and all that and got a knock on the door and it was her. So I was genuinely, I genuinely had no clue that she was coming, which I think was kind of cool because it was uh, actually like a natural reaction. But um, with that relationship, it's, it's tough to, we spent a couple days in Mexico after that, but we really had no time to get to know each other on the show, which I think is incredibly difficult to go from that situation to basically being in a, lo a long distance relationship. And, you know, that was kind of the weird position we were in after the show. And I don't even know if we ever talked about it, but essentially we were dating after spending two or three days together um so it's in, in two or three days together like they gave us a hotel room and we're like all right here you guys can stay here like we weren't allowed to leave the room no phones you know it, it's just quarantine yeah so it's nice because you can talk to that person but there's so much of a person that you can't fully understand and get to know unless you see them in their everyday life and outside doing activities and stuff and not that we didn't like each other in those settings, but I think we just we just didn't know each other and being thrown into a long distance relationship where you don't know each other on that deep level and know everything about someone, um, it makes it incredibly difficult. And I think it is different. If you're on the show the whole time and you end up getting engaged, like you will have hopefully had four weeks to get to know someone and at the end you can make, okay, you know, let's like move in together or something like that or move to the same city. And the show provides you like the happy couples weekends where you can, you know, you get to hang out and stuff like that. But for Whitney and I, we didn't have any of that stuff. So everything was on our own time. And it was weird because we weren't given those happy couple weekends, but we still weren't allowed to like go outside together and things like that. So it was a weird dynamic with all of that. And I think ultimately it just, it just didn't really work out um but it didn't end on bad terms or anything so we're we're still good friends talk to her every once in a while That's good. yeah 
those are very like difficult circumstances yeah. to start a relationship yeah yeah I mean it's just it, like so it, unconventional it's, it's weird I mean there was a lot of like you know because we we did have a really good connection at that wedding and it was I think both of us had just been thinking about each other for a week and a half or however long it was since we last seen each other and so when we did get to see each other it was awesome and like got to know each other really well and the energy was really good and everything but then I think it was getting back into real life we didn't have that you know we, we just didn't know each other on that level of understanding and everything to like fully be in a relationship even though we were so it, it just created this weird kind of dynamic but um you know, we're, we're good friends now, so it's all, all good. Yeah. Who knows what the future will hold? <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we asked this to pretty much almost everyone that's been down in paradise. What was your favorite food or go-to food and drink order when you were there? Ooh. Um, so I think, um, I don't know if Christina showed me this or some, someone, this is like the thing in paradise, but it was iced coffee with coconut milk, I think, or like coconut creamer. It was so good. I don't know what kind of coconut milk they use down there, but that stuff was uh, pretty good. So we get that a lot. And then the, I think it was the chicken fajitas were, were really, really good. Christina would you know, Christina's like the smallest person ever. She would eat, she would eat more than me. Um, she would get like, like a double or triple order of the shrimp and chicken fajitas. I mean, it's crazy how much she can eat, but that yeah. the fajitas were really, really good. I mean, that that's the thing in paradise. The food is amazing. That's like, what we've heard. You can get whatever you want on the main show. The food is not good. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> like when we were in Latvia I don't even know what Latvian cuisine is but it was just a lot of like ran really random things I mean we had some kind of gross fish one day like I don't know, you're, you're kind of just left to like the the hotel buffets that they give you and everything mm-hmm. um so that was the only downside of the main show for sure yeah, yeah. Paradise food and drink sound yummy. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, that's that's the best part of paradise, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> much else is that good? Yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of the guys from your season, obviously we know you live with Mike, but who would you say like you're the closest with? Yeah, I mean, Mike is definitely the one that I'm the closest with. Literally, uh, physically, the closest to him. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say like Dylan, um, JPJ, JPJ was a really good friend on the show. Like from the very beginning of our bachelorette experience, the first night we just became like good buddies. Um, those are some good ones. And like Luke Stone, um, Matt Donald, really like the a lot of the Paradise guys, because I think you get to develop that bond a little bit deeper but um I would say there's you know amongst everyone that's on the show you you do it's like being in a fraternity 
a little bit. I mean, you might not be best friends with every person in the fraternity, but there is always this, you know, bond and connection that you've gone through a, a shared experience with that person. And um, I think there's always a mutual respect for people that have been on the show. So, I mean, you know, if like there, there's people that I wouldn't say I'm best friends with, but if I was in their city or whatever, would probably hang out with them. Yeah, I feel like that's what everyone sort of says. It's either like a sorority or a fraternity because um, you just have this shared, unique experience together. Right. And even like uh, Luke P, I mean, not, I mean, I, I think everyone on the show probably wasn't great friends with him. I would say I was probably one of the people that made more of an effort than <laughs> others. Um, but you know, I, I think there's a lot of maturing that people go through throughout the whole experience of the show. And I mean, there's things that I regret saying and doing on the show that I wish I could take back. Unfortunately for Luke, most of those things were shown for him. But um, I, like if I was ever in his city or something, I might hit him up to work out or something like that. I mean, it's it, at the end of the day, it's a TV show. It's it's not. um I don't think it's a full reflection of who everyone is and especially at that stage in our lives. I mean, I think Luke and I were both 24 at the time. So both of us, I'm sure have matured a lot over the last two years. And I mean, I think I even saw that him and Garrett are friends now, or he went to some like talk that Luke did or something like that. So I think it's cool to see that stuff. Cause it's um, at the end of the day, we're just all, all human beings. We're not, characters on reality tv <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> definitely so if you were asked to go on back on vip would you go oh gosh um so whew, that that's kind of a loaded question and the reason i say that <laughs> is um y'all are hearing this this is the first time all right, guys, we hope you loved that interview as much as we did hearing all that freaking tea. As always, we would love it if you would follow us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars and leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you guys. And as always, follow us on our Instagram at The Bachelor Degree Podcast for all your latest Bachelor news and updates from us. Yeah, guys, and we will be with you weekly to give you all the Bachelor news and updates on all things Bachelor Nation and soon some, you know, more, definitely more special guests and so much more. Yeah. So much more. So much more. Just that is our, that is our phrase for the day. So much more. Um, yes. And as always, we will talk to you Bachelor bitches next week on The Bachelor Degree. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.